Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. anything on these woo. things Eric checky checky yeah, I think we just just, just left right. give me another give me another woo <laughs> okay friends and family this is um, idiots discuss the universe coming at you with some fun stuff from some fun guys because we're fun we're fun we're the fun kind of guys we're so fun we haven't even been in the studio for like what three weeks now two weeks something like that Some, it's, something been, like it's that. been a, a period of of multi-digit days it's a it's a time of change that's all right because spenny is now in his 30s and we are doing a completely mature adjusted mentally balanced podcast need none of that none of that foolery that was going on before that that unadjusted that unadjusted unenlightened knobbery that was that's not me anymore no 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 and i've just been a piston (laughs) <laughs> a, a, a piston of piston piston of maturity you since are the, a piston since the beginning. of mature, maturity <laughs> that a, can you be a piston of maturity i think so i yeah. think you've Why if not? anything you've proved that you can be no i'm looking for some other word that i'm just <laughs> not thinking of pillar it's starting to go pillar no it's not it's like piston is it piston i think it's piston like piston a, is a, the thing car? in the engine yeah but i think piston is also a thing oh i've never heard of a piston. that means like a point a fulcrum you know, a oh. center of um, okay, a center of um, I like fulcrum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, an intensely um, imbued, imbued. I can't talk. It all started about two weeks ago when my when my mental facility started to just slide. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah? I think it's when I dove off into like the other tenses of the Turkish language. Because I've been yeah. just steadily cruising through the present. You know, we're just like the first half of Turkish is just doing like the present tense. Sure. And then just one one day they hit you with the past tense and the future tense. And yeah. then we've got a conditional tense coming up. And my brain is just fucked. You know. Yeah. Because it's old. And there's a reason why 50-year-old men don't, don't start learning new languages. You know, that's generally considered a bad idea by most people you well, it's know? not like it's a bad idea i think it's probably a good idea but it's just like well, i mean difficult. if they if they drop you off in a foreign country and you can't speak the language then it's a good idea you're kind of forced to do it but right. most of the time they're like don't try to you know you'll no. see it in no, another 20 like... years you'll start seeing people say like oh it's like learning french at 50 like good luck to you right you no know? no no totally it's like uh people are are discouraging because they're just like, well, you're never going to do anything with it or whatever. Yeah. Or like, you know, but I think all by all scientific accounts, they're like, oh, yeah, if you keep learning new languages, like you're you're seriously like working that muscle. That's that's the exact center of the brain. that oh, will start to like, you know, deteriorate yeah. mm-hmm. into old age and and you're fucking working that muscle. So keep do it. 
keep doing it. But then, like, you know, dick dick holes out there are going to be like, fucking give it up. Yeah. Give it I up, so. asshole. Sure. Like, but they sure. suck. Fuck them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it is ultimately good for you. No, I think it's all good for you. I just don't know that it'll end with me speaking Turkish. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think sure. it is good for my mental. That's yeah. like doing crossword puzzles. Yeah. It's the same as doing crossword puzzles, and I might yeah. have as much to show for it as if I had done crossword puzzles. Do you know what I mean? Because I would have, like, a complete book of crossword puzzles, right. which is worth, worth less than a book that is an incomplete book with, with crossword puzzles left to do because the actual process... You know, the end product mm-hmm. is like keeping your brain good, which is good. That's but, like, pretty valuable. It would also would be nice to like be able to speak a little Turkish. You know, but, yeah, I mean, you can't. You can speak a little some. bit. Yeah, no, it's like a Sesame Street level. I mean, <laughs> I think if you went over there and immersed yourself, like that's always the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing that here in the next few weeks. We'll be you are, huh? up there. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to head over there this fall. I want to be there by the beginning of November, I guess. Cool. Um. Yeah, so we're um, looking into all of that, getting some money together to do the plane ticket. So yeah. probably won't go for as long as last time, just for a couple of weeks. But um, okay, yeah, it'll be it'll be good to get back there. Yeah, man, come That'll back and just be completely destitute. Just just coming yeah, back. Yeah, hope that uh, hope those weed wonderkins fucking pan out or something. Yeah, we'll see. Know. We'll see. I mean, if I come back, I can I can get a job pretty quick. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, if I just have no, no standards, it'll be quick. It'll be really, yeah. really easy to no, get something I mean, to make and some even money. Even if you have like basic standards, but like you could get a job pretty, pretty fucking easily. I think out yeah. there, and it's just something to um, hold me off until I take that test and and get out of town. Yeah, so. we'll get see. out of town. But uh, I do not, I do not um, envy what you've been doing. Is like cleaning out your um, possessions and lightening mm. the load and all that sort of stuff. Like, because I desperately am going to have to do that. Yeah, here, I mean, if, yeah. You know, if you, um, if you move, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, as, I'm just going to have to get rid of a bunch of stuff or put a bunch of stuff in storage somewhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, can you like? T- could you like maybe make a pilgrimage to the mothers? To the motherland? She's got all my albums and all of my uh, comic books already. Uh, right. You know, like there is like a full, large walk-in closet that is just to the top of records and comics. Damn. Um, and I need to go back there and sell all of that. You know, I mean, really, that's like not doing me. Maybe keep the albums. I don't know. But I mean, like the comic books aren't doing me any good anymore. And like right. some of those like have really increased in value mm. since I was since I was buying them. Mm-hmm. So that might be a I don't know how much it would be. Hopefully um quarter million dollars maybe. Damn. I don't know. Some That's of them, crazy. some of them are worth some big bucks. Wow. Yeah, um if everything went really well, it'd be like probably. I mean, after you pay off your fucking eBay and shit, it probably won't be that much, but I think that there's thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. I mean, I've probably got at least a hundred of them that are worth a thousand dollars a pop. Wow! And then everything else, so I've got a bunch that are worth like fifty to sixty bucks a piece. Yeah. And that's what you can get for them. That's not like what they. If you looked them up, they'd be worth way more in the in right. the books. Right. You know. Oh, so 
Wow. Yeah, no, I spent, like, when I was working all the time, like, every week I went to, I had a, I had a subscription box with, like, 30 comic books that I would buy just coming off the racks. I would just mm-hmm. buy everything new, never read it, and put it in bags. And then, like, what I would do when I'd go to the stores and to the conventions, and I was never a big convention rat. I was more of, like, a flea market guy. I never wanted sure. to go to a place that you were supposed to find comic books because you always paid through the nose for them. But if you went to, like, antique flea markets and different things you could find them occasionally and they would know they're worth something but they weren't priced like they would be at the comic book store Mm -hmm. so like i would always try to find like first appearances and number ones of everything i could from like 1970 onward yeah i didn't collect really much before when i was born gotcha um because it was just like i don't know the the amount the well there's some people who like collect because they like the thing like they actually enjoy the thing and they yeah. have like a, a, a childhood like nostalgia or whatever yeah and then there's other people who just collect purely for like the, the rarity and the value kind of a thing sure sure and so it sounds like you were like maybe like somewhere in between but still wanted stuff that like you were actually interested in at some point yeah i got all stuff that like basically kind of I was just trying to like recollect the stuff that I'd read as a kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that all had hap- happens happened to have turned into being worth a bunch of money. Right. You know. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I just I don't know. I just don't really and those were like when comic books started to get pretty good. You know what I'm saying? They started to deal with drugs and real life issues. Mm-hmm. And like comic books from the 40s and the 50s and the 60s even though they're very cool, Ow. they're very cool objects. Like they're not you know what I'm saying? They're very they're for kids. Right. They're they're really for kids. Yeah. You know, and that's in seventies is when it started to kind of creep into adulthood. And now so those kids were growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And now we've babyfied the entire populace of the earth and they all love superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Yay. It's it's true and sad. Baba. No, it's true it, sad. It, it's it's true. Um Yeah, I mean, for me personally in the situation I'm I'm it's like the thing every day that I'm like looking forward to doing the most. What read comic books? No, no, no. Is uh, cleaning out my shit, getting rid of shit. Huh. Feels so good. Like I'm, I'm being pretty scorched earth with it. Uh huh. To be honest, and it, it helps that I'm not dealing with this level of stuff. I, I've already, like, I've moved rooms a couple of times. I've moved semi frequently within the past, like, you know, seven years. Sure. And so. I don't have a ton of stuff, like a ton at least. And so like I'm getting rid of a good amount of shit and I'm looking forward to just starting fresh, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm uh like with posters and all this stuff. I'm just like you know, I it, it all has the sentimental value to me, but it also has this weight to it of like keep it, like reminding me exactly who I have been and who Oh sure, impo- yeah. you know what I mean. Oh yeah, uh-huh. which is sure. But like, so I want to keep some of it because I don't want to like forget that, you know. But I'm not going to be surrounded by the exact same bullshit that I am up here down there, you know. Like, I really, oh god, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, I, sure. I really want to. For me personally, I really want to, you know, clean slate it. That sounds really nice and exciting, you know. Sure, sure. So been getting rid of a bunch of books no one wants to buy used books which i i thought about it since i've been going around town this morning trying to sell these bags of books like oh no one's buying used book people aren't buying new books 
let alone used book. You know what I mean? The book oh. sales are they, are they down? I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're down. down or not. But I I, I don't know really. Huh. I mean, I just I, I they're figure. just they're just they're just thick with COVID. Books are. Oh yeah, those yeah. used books are just full of COVID. Well, Powell's doesn't give you cash anymore. They only give you store credit, and their their used book hours are like very tightly. Yeah. Oh, they're fucking pricks. Yeah. What they're the pricks. fuck? Used to be able to fucking score a dub sack from a bag of books, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that explains a lot that you were scoring dub sacks, dub sacks from your books. <laughs> that that explains so much. Yeah, of where we are, of where we are today. Right. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if book sales are down. It would seem like with COVID and everything, book sales would be up. Yeah, you would um, think, but then it's just like uh, the screens and and the things and the convenience have been like rammed down our throats. Yeah, and that's the current. Yeah, that's the current addiction that I think most of the United States and the world at large is grappling with. It's most just like I can order my my pokeball straight to the door <laughs> while without even having to pause Game uh-huh. of Thrones, you know. <laughs> and my work is I just have to make it up the stairs so to my at home work desk and then I sit and I mute them and I just stare at my phone. You know, it's just like, oh man. <laughs> it's fucked, dude. But I just so I think like yeah no I, I guess don't know you're, that, like, you're probably right yeah I don't know that there's a lot of <laughs> reading <laughs> happening there is for certainly there I think probably COVID like kept book sales like steadier than they would have I don't know actually I, I, don't, know I don't know either because know. like it shut down book clubs you know right. what I mean like COVID right. shut down the old lady book clubs and that's a huge you know what I'm saying like yeah. my mom and her friends and their book clubs. Like, fuck, you know, they they only want to read the fucking newest hardback book and all those bitches buy one. You know what I'm saying? So like that, 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 that book club does it, does it. That's like 10 hardback sales just for that one book club. Yeah. And there are book clubs like some of those women are in like four book clubs. You know what I'm saying? So like when you shut that down, that's a big, big meal ticket worth of, um, worth of funds that are not coming to you. Absolutely. But then there's been a couple big books, I think, in the last few years, like where the Crawdads Sing was a really big, considered like a modern, yeah. be considered a modern classic. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that books have gone through, I know that science fiction and fantasy have, because that's where I keep my eye kind of look on. Um, they've, they hit the woke, the woke um, max like i don't know three years four years before um hollywood did mm-hmm. um where it was just like people that generally love science fiction no longer love science fiction because um it had been taken over by like a political ideology right to a large extent and um and they've been so sales, a form of escapism for the longest time, right? And, yeah. and, and so sales have gone down because, again, like you just said, like it has it stopped being the thing that it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, um, sure, yeah, I don't know, and um, and it makes sense because I mean, usually Hollywood follows around because they're, they're 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 taking a lot of their stories from the publishing world, yeah. and so it kind of you know it kind of follows a year or two later that like Hollywood would also get to that point that everything has like this woke 
or a political bent. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. just as bad because there are a group of like uh, science fiction writers and stuff that reacted to the ro- the woke thing by becoming very weird and also not so. You know, it's just like it's not escapism anymore. Yeah. You know. It's right. No, it's it's like confront reality. Yeah. You need Batman is a capitalist pig. Yeah. He's a rogue capitalist white man. You know, you're like, oh, well, I thought he was like a bat, you know, masquerading. <laughs> I thought he was more like a bat. Yeah. You know? and they're like, yeah. No. And yeah. It's fucked up. And there's always, even in the new, have you seen the new Batman movie? No. Uh, old sad, sad, sad Batman. Sad Bat. Yeah. You know, Garrett was, ra- uh, or yeah, I can say his name. It doesn't matter. Garrett was railing against that movie as far as like the yeah. sheer amount of propaganda. And I thought it wasn't that bad of a one right? compared to like most of like the DC and the Marvel general stuff. I thought it was pretty like even handed. Yeah. There's only like maybe 15 total minutes that they were telling you like white white men were evil. Okay. And the rest of it was just like a Batman movie. Yeah. You know, so like I that was pretty good, you know, out of three hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think Ashley um, actually at the party started to rail against the new Batman. Yeah, so yeah. They she were was both very about angry it. about it. But sometimes she, she's she got the, a bit of like a, you know, a bit of a um, like cult membery thing going on. Like a little uh, a little Stockholm. Yeah, a little Stockholm <laughs> syndrome-y thing going on where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know if you like fully, you just wonder, like, if she started dating a guy from Brazil, that she'd start doing the salsa, like, within a couple of weeks. Yeah, And be exactly. like, I've always done the salsa. This yeah. is what I do. I'm a, I'm right. a salsa dancer now. Right. You know? Yeah. And you it's just like, wonder. She's just a, she's very adaptable. Adaptable, exactly. Highly adaptable, which I think is a great quality and, and something that uh, most women are highly adaptable. You know? That's good. Um... And you so, know why? You know why, don't you? Yes, I know why, Craig. Okay, you don't have to. You don't have to take it there. Okay, you know I know why. Why women are adaptable? Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. I understand. I'm 30 now, <laughs> so these things they don't yeah. phase me. They just, That's it is right. what it is. No, it's necessary for the human race. It's necessary for the human race. Yeah, go be free, baby. Be free. Carry on the carry on the human race, you know. If another barbarian whore comes and bashes my head in, you go, you best be using that pussy to get out of that situation. I've been listening to a lot of Danny Brown, Danny Brown show, and he's he's like a Detroit rapper. Oh, okay, and so it's really hard for me to not like. I just realized that he, I you know, I've got his voice speaking at me in the car at all times, and mm-hmm. I really just want to. Really just wish I could just talk like that sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I really just wish, you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Why not, man? Don't, don't do that. I just wish I could. Yeah, well, you can't. It's like I hate these rules, you know. Well, I mean, like, they're rules for a reason. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can break the rules, and, I, there's, I, and there's no punishment, really. There might be, though. I mean, there's no, like... There's no like on written, the book written punishment right. for it. Yeah. Um. But you're setting yourself up for a hard uh, for a hard time. I know. Yeah. I know. But just sometimes it's like it's and it's less even about the way he talks and more about the attitude that comes through on the way he talks. Where it's like you're talking about these things like the way like mm, women are adaptable. And it's because of the barbarian hordes. And it's just like it's just the way it is. 
It's just the way it is. But when I say it, I just sound like a fuck. That's just the way it is, I guess. <laughs> but then when it's like when he says it, he's like, that's just the way it be, baby. You know, it's just like, do your thing. You know, like, uh-huh. I can't keep you from doing that. You know, it's like, that's how that's women's advantage. You know, and they got to they got to be ad- adaptable. They yeah, you've be- got you've got spotlight syndrome. What's that that's mean? what it is. What's that mean? Spotlight syndrome is that um, you walk into a room full of six people, you feel as though there's a spotlight on you and those five other people are looking at you, and really what's going on is there's six spotlights and they're all each on every one of the person and they're not paying any attention to you. So like you do what, you look up to people because you aren't them and you don't feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just hear it. How do you know that I have that? Because you just do. You're classic. Ah. You got classic nar- narcissist tendencies. Oh man! You took a week for your birthday. You're classic. Your thirtieth. You're classic narcissist. Oh. Any man that takes a week for his birthday, even if he turns a hundred, like that's a narcissist. That's just on that on that road. You're not all the way there. I mean, most of the world is. But you're a rock star narcissist, and you've got a little bit of spotlight syndrome. And you'll be much happier once you realize that other people view you the way that you view Big Al or whatever his name is up there in Detroit. Because oh, they don't Brown. they don't know all the anxiety and self-doubt that you feel. They just mm-hmm. hear what you say. Right. And you don't feel all the anxiety and self-doubt and all the horrible things that has given that guy... <laughs> his um nonchalant sounding attitude right you know what i'm saying but there's a lot there's a world of pain probably that has led to that that's true you just don't see it you just see that final product yeah and so like a lot of people just see your final product which is just fine yeah you know what i mean like you come across as a very chill easy going right right. like everybody not like everybody but yeah you're, you're very socially like yeah yeah, I can see how people could watch you at a party and be like, oh, you know, that guy's good at parties. I wish I was like that. Oh, okay. You know? Well, that, no, that's that's cool. I and just... you probably don't feel like, oh, I'm good at parties. No, I don't. No. Yeah. Because you're you're just you're just in your own spotlight. Right. Yeah. And Gotta you think everybody can, you think everybody can see everything you see and feel. Right, exactly. That's You're much thing. too crazy for that. You you've built up shell after shell of defenses to keep people from seeing what's going on. Right. Like in grade school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've learned that long time ago and you do it very well like every other 30-year-old adult does it. Mm. Yeah, the days of anybody like looking for your pain and carrying her over. You're 30. Right. You know, you can be who you want to be now. Yeah, that's nice. They're not going to try to help you get better. You know what I'm saying? Like the growth period is over. Right. You are who you are. Yeah. As far as society sees it. Right. Hopefully that's not true for you, but that's how society sees it. Yeah. It's going to be a different, it's a different dynamic in your 30s. No, for sure. Because you're not going to get like the take me under your wing, um... Oh, it's the new guy at work, you know, or it's the, you know what I'm saying? Like you get a lot of that. You're the young buck mm-hmm. sort of thing. And now you're just a buck. Right. And it's way better than the old buck thing. But like, yeah. I bet you, you were something in your day. I get a lot of that attitude. Oh man. He's a cool old guy. Oh, there was just, a, there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot there.
Yeah. Um, it's all good, though. No, it is. It's all good. Um, it's all good stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> you seem really, really excited about it. Yeah. No, no, no. I am. I'm just, there's a lot uh different things I wanted to respond to and what you said, but I just don't even remember. Well, spotlights in there. Do you feel that that's accurate? I do feel like that's accurate. Yeah. I feel like everyone can see what I'm feeling. Yeah. And so I feel like all yeah. like weird and naked all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that you default to the narcissistic, narcissistic live in your head side. Yeah, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you develop that empathy a little bit more, you realize how little people were paying attention. Yeah, and I always thought I was good at empathy, but I'm like, I guess I'm not. You are when people direct it at you. What do you mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, when it's obvious, when it's an obvious thing and people need help, right? you are good there. Right. Right? But, like, when they are just being neutral mm-hmm. or they are not, directly like engaging with you mm-hmm. you're not empathetic you don't you don't bother i mean you could be i think yeah but if it's not engaging with you you don't like really like pay attention to it on the level that if you did you'd realize a little bit about how the more about how that interaction works mm. and you'd realize oh the way that they think about other people is probably how they think about me too when i'm not here and there's a freedom in that. Yeah. Well, I do. I I have mostly assumed that people are just like thinking about themselves most of the time. Right. You know. Right. But they then. But how do they think about others within that framework? Mm. And you are not like most people. You know what I mean? Because you have more best friends than anybody that almost anybody I've ever. I've known several people like you. That you have a lot of people that are like, yeah, Spenny's my dude, Spenny's my dude, Spenny's right. my dude, you know, and you're everybody's dude because you have that super empath- empathic thing for people that are engaging with mm-hmm. you directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that means that, like, that's that's great, but at the same time, like, those aren't the people that you're worried about thinking that you're a neurotic mess when you're at a party. The ones that you're close to already, right? No, no, not it's, really. It's 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 the unwashed masses that you worry about what they think, right? Yeah, and like those are the ones that like, um, if you understood them a little bit better, you would have more freedom. Yeah. You would feel less. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's hard for somebody until they're older to realize like really where they are in their social circle and where they fit in amongst like the ranking of like human beings, you know, and then not necessarily take advantage of that, but to just understand it in a way that lets you be comfortable in your skin. Yeah. Because, like, if all the world was as, as intelligent and as feeling and mentally intricate as you, it would be a mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a rare, you're a rare thing in the general populace. You know what I mean? Like, you're highly, you're a highly skilled person generally, and you're like most of your friends are also like highly skilled people, but you forget 
that they are like the top like four or five percent of all human beings Mm -hmm. like that party that we went to for your birthday Mm -hmm. like i don't know everybody there but like it's it's a very skewed subset of humanity right yeah highly skewed right as having like some of the best and the brightest you know even though they're maybe not found like that material success a lot of them mm-hmm. um so far but again like you can just be around them and be like you know these are none of the you know just the average or even above the general above average people these are like people that were in like the advanced classes in high school and got a's a lot of them you know like uh, yeah i don't know about that yeah i don't know party you know, but like, I see what you're saying. I like, do think there's a lot of talented people, but right. bright, talented, yeah, upper, definitely. upper class, upper, upper middle class people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And most people are just really like just simpler than you are. Right. You know, and I think also you judge people on a level that is more complex than most people judge other people too. Right. And you and you assume they're doing that to you, right? Yes. And they aren't, right? Most of them. Yeah. No, I know. I need to simplify. Just simplify. All that shit. No, I mean, just just realize it is what it is. You're not going to be able to simplify. Yeah. You know, because your brain is your brain, but you just got to recognize that your brain is a unique thing amongst a sea of other unique things right right and it's not like just don't extrapolate your crazy to everybody else yeah and you'll exactly. be way happier yeah that's what i guess i'm what i'm trying to say totally because if you think everybody's acting like you in the world they're just going to push your buttons because you know exactly what your buttons are you know exactly what your neuroses are mm-hmm. because you're focused on those neuroses all the time and if you feel like everybody else shares those neuroses with you mm-hmm. your neuroses become super heightened yeah. You know, because you, you feel like they're looking for the exact thing that you're weak on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's not how it works. Right. They're worried about what they're weak on. Yeah. Right? Totally. So, like, you know, if you've had instances where you, like, talk to your girlfriend and you, like, oh, you know, you make some sort of offhand comment about their shoes or the color of the carpet in the bathroom or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't realize that they have been, like, mentally worrying about that issue all day. Yeah. Right? And you just made an offhand comment about it like it's nothing. Right. Because you're worried about X, Y, Z over here. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, how could you? Right. How could you just destroy my world like that? Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. Because they're not worried about X, Y, and Z. They're worried about the fucking color of the bathroom carpet or whatever other supposedly meaningless thing that's going on in their life right no that's true yeah yeah i mean i think that like 60 percent of all thoughts that people have involve food and sleep you know sleep really i'm tired Uh, i'm tired um you know what i'm saying or maybe Mm -hmm. sleep and health yeah sleep and health and food yeah you know if you took away those thoughts from most human beings there'd be very little Mm. Like what time does Game of Thrones? I guess you know we gotta yeah. watch Game of Thrones when we get home. 
Right. You know, that sort of thing. Right, right, right. Will, the, will, will they bring me the, the, the Peking duck right to my door? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah. maybe I can get this guy to feed it to me as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Boy, the house smells like cat piss. You know, like those are like, that's just the little bit. That's the cream. That's the icing, that's Benny. Sick. I want that. Oh, yeah, dude. You're not going to get it, though. But I, because I don't think about food or health or sleep, like, no, at all. No. You're too busy with all these abstract things that <laughs> truly, like, don't, don't have. matter. The, the rubber, that's not where the rubber's hitting the road I in know, life. You know I what know. I'm saying? It's the sleep and the food, I know, dude. It's annoying. It's the sleep and the food and yeah. the house smells like cat piss. Yeah. Those are, like, the things that are really making it go. Right. That's why the world keeps functioning, Spetty. Right. Is because there are people out there. That, that are just worried about that level of stuff. God, it seems sick. You don't think I'll ever get there? Can I get like a lobotomy? Well, see that maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a head injury perhaps yeah. would push you there. Um, but no, you're just you're just too. You you chose the road, dude. I know. I'm sorry. With like somewhere in like third or fourth grade, where somebody where you figured out like there's the artist life, and mm. then there's like the straight dude life right and you're like oh i'm definitely going to be the artist kind of person right you know like that's me yeah. i can just see like the little blue ginger eyes light up yeah. and, yo and like i'm going to do the pro- this art project and really work at my art and that math oh that math Nick, that's the man right. that's the like, man keeping me is, down that was, math you know what i'm saying yeah. and you made that deso- that decision very early and mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm-hmm. but it's too late for you now you're 30 hmm. so you just but you're doing great yeah you know what i'm saying like you're taking that big like outwardly outwardly enviable but ultimately mentally taxing and trying um artistic life and you're making it go yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. i'm trying I mean, if you didn't have troubles, you wouldn't be able to make the pretty songs. That's true. Yeah. You got to have some troubles. Yeah, because once you stop having the troubles, then the pretty songs become very rote. Right, but then you make happy songs, right? Mm, do you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who... Um, I don't know. No, I mean, it. it's all weird and changing. I think you could changing. never care. I mean, you could be like a Willie Nelson who never really cared. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he I don't think he. St- I think he started out just writing songs and recording songs. Like right. I don't. I really don't think that like Willie Nelson puts much true of his own emotion mm. into his music. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, let's make make a song about like killing people for my kids. You know what I'm saying? And right. It's a just. A, it's like very much a job for him that he just does just right. Yeah. You know, because he has been able to contain continue that. But he didn't have to sell anything out, you know. It's just always. But there are almost everybody has a point where you. There's a point where you got fat and old. Almost every musician, artist, you can be like, oh, that's right in there. Those yep. are the years where fat and old hit. Yep. You know, and it's okay afterwards, but it's definitely fat and old. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the best ones just continually being like just a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. you've got the long term because, like, um, it's a slow boil for you. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been slow. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not going to burn out on the crazy. 
you know, saying I'm like right. your your artistic thing that keeps it interesting and dark is kind of a low boil. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're gonna go like hold up a place or do a bunch of meth or right. you know what I'm saying like you're not self destructive with it. You just are like kind of bringing it along with you. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, that's the way to do it because you'll continue to make like you know. Most people are wired like that. They just don't do art. Right. I mean, that's the that's the other thing. That's why you're the counselor, um, king, manager, person in the band. It's because most art people are just art people. Right. Like, they don't t- tune back into Earth to worry about the stuff that you're worrying about because mm. they're so far out there just doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. So you're trying to do one lifestyle with, like, a lot of the expectations of the other lifestyle because mm. you were raised just going to your parents house for the first time and kind of watching that whole scene a little bit mm. you were raised in like this is nice like you get you yeah. get the nice bit of the other side of it oh, you know yeah. what i'm saying and oh, you yeah. kind of expect some of that stability and yeah. shit in your life as yeah. you well should yeah but there are people that are like on your level of being an artist that don't expect that because like you've know, never been exposed to it. Right. That ship sailed before they were ever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Their parents and their parents' parents and stuff like that. They were like from a family like my mom's, you know, right? like where everybody was like in the show business and doing odd jobs and they were super talented and play everything and all that stuff. It was total chaos. Right. Yeah. You know, but it's like most artists come from that kind of, yeah, you know, yeah, especially ones that learn to play their instrument at your age to the level that you can play it. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. people that start when they're super young, yeah, have come from like a artistic family, which usually means like alcoholic and fucked up, right? Sure. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So you kind of are like you know. Um, yeah, juxtaposing like two two things. Yeah. Uh figure it out, I guess, at some point. No, I think you kinda already have figured it out. You're just gonna be like it you just gotta get a peace with it. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, I'm thirty, everything I'm at peace with everything now, so Yeah. It feels real good. <clears throat> thirty. Mm-hmm. Thirty. You were in Portland when you were thirty, right? Yeah, I was in Portland. I was um, married, and mm-hmm. did I? Yeah, I think I just bought a house, and I was wow. um, living up in Nopo. Up in Nopo. Yeah, yeah. Up off at of Chautauqua. It's like St. John's. Yeah, it's kind of like not quite St. John's. It's where that National Guard places off of Chautauqua, or um. Okay, you know if you're turning on Lombard, uh-huh. um, there is like that Rite Aid. Yeah. Okay, if you go, if you go by that Rite Aid and you take a right, okay, and then you go back into that neighborhood, like okay. that, that's the neighborhood that okay. I had a house. Nice yeah, back there. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was something. It I don't know. Something. Nice was. I've been nice walking didn't... through that area. It's pretty nice now. Yeah. Well, nice didn't describe all the houses no, there. No, <laughs> there were some nice. super sketch shit. Definitely. I mean, we lived like kind of across the street from Sanford and Son. Yeah. 
not directly across, but the one over was just, I don't know what's going on there. Just some, doing some auto mechanics, like really late at night and shit, you know, some just some methed out stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice. But I don't know what it would be like now. I think that neighborhood is actually one that's kind of like, like sketchy the- enough that it kept the homeless people out. I don't know. It's There's not homeless. It's not homelessy. It's like a, a good every like every third house is like a hippie like garden. Like okay. Rich hippie house okay. kind of a thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because it was a um, it was becoming nice as when when I got divorced and sold it. You know, okay. like that yeah. house had made, a, I made we made a bunch of money on that house. But we were like one of the first of the new houses to get built on one of the vacant lots or one of the torn down. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. So it was. Now I guess it's transitioned. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Transitioned. That's what they call it now. They say that the um, the Republican ladies winning in the um, in the polls in Oregon. In Oregon, I can't cool. believe it. Yeah, Which I can't one's believe that? it. Um, Drazan. D R D R A Z A N Drazen. Drazen is that her name? Did you say Drazen? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's the one. Yeah, that's that's who I like. And um, when do you vote? When lesbian Anderson Cooper is just like I don't know. I think she's still gonna win. I think lesbian Anderson Cooper is still gonna be like press the button and she wins. Nice try. Yeah. Yeah. Nice try, everybody. And then they got Betsy Johnson. Right. Yeah. So Phil Phil Knight is actually everybody's really mad at Phil Knight because Phil Knight is playing everybody against each other in the sense oh. that he's giving untold like millions of dollars to Betsy Johnson. Oh wow. Because he knows that Betsy Johnson will steal votes away from Tina Kotek. Okay. And he really wants Christine Drazan Dres- uh, to win. Uh, cool. Drazen? 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 I don't know. I don't know. But um yeah, he really wants her to win. And so he's giving all his money to the other Democrat lady. Yeah, it's 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 a genius move. Yeah, Yeah. he's a fucking shit. But it'll be interesting to see. Like people will lose their fucking minds. Yeah, if there's a Republican. I mean, this Republican is like more liberal than most Democrats in most other states. But still, like just to have an R on there, just the first time in like 40 years or something like that. Oh, it'll be a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never had one since I've lived here. You know, that's been 25 years. I've been here my whole life. Yeah, Yeah. that's crazy. It's interesting to see if that would happen. Well, I guess we should probably wrap it up. We've got a wheel of death going on here. I think we can still pull it out, but um, we can maybe do another one here real quick after this. Maybe listen to some tunes or something. Or just play some video games or something. I don't know what. But anyway, give us some money on Patreon. Um... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give us money on Patreon. Right? Vote, if you're vote. still giving us money, yeah, I think there are some that are still are. They don't slash women. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't remember. They just see like a little thing go to their bank account. They don't look at their statements. That's cool. Yeah. No, we need to cash that out. Yeah, we, we do. Have a pizza party. Yeah. Buy me a boat. Yeah. Buy your little toy sailboat. No, no. I want a little outboard engine, little. Oh, that may, we might be able to find one for like three hundred bucks. Used to be fine. Yeah, yeah be fine. Huh. All right, well, love you all, and we'll see you all soon. Love you guys, bye.
Let's Discuss the Universe is recorded in the IDTU studios located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.